Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Get started on your own path to living vibrantly. The first step, Goshen Health. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds Around Town. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode is Sounds Around Town, featuring Sheila Selman, newly appointed editor of the Goshen News. Well, Sheila, I, as I told you when we set up this interview, um, congratulations on being elevated to editor, uh, but I've worked in the business long enough to know that I ought to at least extend some condolences for being elevated to yes, editor. Yes, thank you. Thank it, you very much. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a neat challenge. Um, you know, first of all, kudos to um, the parent company and to the Goshen News for being able to take a look at your body of work and your experience and say, you know, um, this is a good thing. Roger Schneider was around for a long time. Yes, Roger. Roger was the one who was instrumental in actually hiring me. So he was around that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so for for the company to look and say, you know, we've we've got somebody here who we believe can carry on. Um, that's I think a testament, a good testament to the company as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're they're pretty smart people, so I, I trust their judgment on this one. I I hope. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a hometown girl, made good. Um, you know, you uh, you there there are stories people can tell around Ligonier and Cromwell. You know, oh, someone yes. will say, oh, I got some Sheila stories, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty. <laughs> you know, West Noble High School and Goshen College. So um, mm-hmm. you've kind of stuck around town, and and that's an advantage, I think, for a small local newspaper, is it not? It is. It is. It's a, a lot of it is um, the number of people you know, the connections you make in the community, knowing what people um, are looking for, and uh, and the importance in, that they have um, placed on their hometown. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Goshen is people who grew up in Goshen, especially, are very proud, and they should be of Goshen. And uh, so to have someone, I guess, in who realizes that, and uh, I, I think that that's important. So, so and, and you've done, you've run the gamut. Um, you've been a police reporter. You've been a government reporter. You've been the regional editor. You've done digital. Um, you more or less have, uh, you know, worn many hats, <laughs> yeah. which in many ways prepares you for this editor's gig um, going into the new journalism, does it not? It does. It does. So as digital editor, I've been digital editor for the past several years and and uh, started the movement of the Goshen News onto a digital platform. Mm-hmm. So um, we have taken it and, and, and kind of run with it over the years and uh, I really enjoy it. I think that it is an asset uh, for the community to be able to click on our website and see the latest news and not have to wait for the newspaper. The newspaper is very important still. Um, We do believe that people want that printed product. Um, And we do have a a community, an Amish community that reads us, where it's also very important that they have that print product. And some of the things that you'll see that we put in the print product are especially for the Amish community. So uh, they've called and asked us, can we please have this? Mm-hmm. And so we have said, yeah, not, that's not a problem. We can do that. So uh, so the, both are very important products. They meet different needs of different types of uh, readers. So is there something um, as you were growing up when you were at West Noble, uh, perhaps in your family life or what what lit the flame? Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, I have wanted to be a writer since like elementary school, right? So mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be a writer 
from like near the get-go. It was like my favorite thing to do, reading and writing. In middle school, I had uh, a journalism class. We printed out on the old mimeograph. <laughs> <laughs> Careful yes. now, you're going away. And so we uh, went to Ball State and we entered and won contests mm -hmm. um, for our little newspaper that we had in middle school. That kind of lit the flame for it. I really started getting an interest in it. And then in high school, we didn't have a school newspaper uh, like Goshen has, mm -hmm. um, but we did have a yearbook. So I was on the yearbook staff. Well, they knew that I still had an interest um, and kind of thinking out of the box, our educators let me my senior year work at the local paper. So for the last hour of my school day, they just said, yeah, you're free to go. You can go work at the local paper. So I went to the advanced leader. And uh, my first day there, the person who had set it up with the school the year before had not told the new incoming editor <laughs> that I was coming. <laughs> so I showed up and he's like, who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, well, this was set up last year. He was like, oh, OK. And he just went with it. And that was Gary Kaufman. And I don't mm -hmm. know if you know Gary, I but, do. Yeah. but we've been buds ever since. So, uh, yeah. We, so we know who to blame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> blame everything on Gary. <laughs> So, Sheila, your growth at the Goshen News, um, coming on, um, you've been there, what, 29 years? 29 years, yeah. yeah. And um, so your growth coincides with major changes in the newspaper industry and the news business Oh, yeah, it's all changed. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 29 years ago, I would not have thought that we would be where we are today. So in, in the news industry. Well, and hosting your own podcast. Right. I know. <laughs> Never thought that would happen. <laughs> yeah. So um, as you look at your career, um, what has helped you adapt? You know, just a willingness to learn. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to be willing to learn in any, any industry, not just the news industry, because times in technology change so much in uh, every single little aspect of our lives like my phone this morning, you know, I mean, just being able to change over. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so if you have a willingness to learn and, and a desire to just be better all the time, mm -hmm. then you're going to do fine. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's been a lot of the driving force there. It's an interesting market. Um, and, and when I was in the business myself, um, it, it, just is so different and difficult to describe when you talk to people from other areas. You know, we essentially have three daily newspapers mm -hmm. in our market with the South Bend Tribune, the Elkhart Truth, and the Goshen News. There is a certain amount of synergy between the three, but there's also naturally some competition. Oh, yeah. And, and so, so how do you navigate that? All right. So, um, well, it's kind of different. It really has changed. Even that kind of synergy has changed. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel free to, uh, even though the South Bend Tribune is now owned by Gatehouse, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so. Um, before Gatehouse, we could call up the South Bend Tribune and we'd talk and we'd be back and forth and be like, hey, can I use this story? Can uh, we use this story? There was like actual like, you know, a relationship mm -hmm. there. So between reporters and editors. And uh, so we would share. Um, we don't share with the old car truth because they're a little bit closer to home, mm -hmm. you know. But um, and there's a little bit of, uh, you know, we've always had a rivalry between the two newspapers. So. Um, but you know, we respect each other, I think to an extent, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, we, we, we do like to kind of stay out of Elkhart territory, I guess, but it doesn't mean that we don't pop over there and do something on occasion because it is part of the County. But, um, 
you know, we we uh, we try to respect each other's but professionalism. Still, but it's still friendly competitor. I it mean, is. It's, a, it's fun. Still, it's fun, yeah, friendly I mean, competitor. No. I mean, there is nothing quite as fun as scooping somebody. Oh, yeah. So. You know, Stu Swartz and I are older <laughs> than dirt. And, and, and when we used to both be writing, I mean, that uh, was one of the, you know, can you beat Stu? Well, no, nobody beats Stu. But. You know, can you, can you, well, at least nobody remembers more than Stu. Right. Well, Dave um, Overton and I, when I was on the police oh my beat, goodness, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So Dave and I would, uh, he worked for the Elkhart Truth and we would compete constantly as far as, but in a very friendly, I mean, like a very friendly competitive thing. He'd show up, he was always wearing his scanner earphone and uh, he'd show up and, and at a scene and I'd show up and we just had this great camaraderie, you mm-hmm. know, um, that's changed a little bit. We don't see each other as much reporters outside of meetings and mm-hmm. things, but yeah. yeah it's, it's, it is a lot different. Looking at the Goshen News, um, it's an interesting blend uh, that, that as editor, you're going to have to balance because it's one of those, it, one of those newspapers where you're going to have John Klein mm-hmm. reporting on what happens at the Redevelopment Commission. And two pages later, Levina is going to talk about what she served to the guests who were in her <laughs> living room on Sunday. Right. And, and as you've already alluded to in talking about the Amish community, and not just limited to the Amish community, but for people who read, it's different things for different people. And somehow you have to be all things to all people. Right. Well, the fun part about an actual like print newspaper mm-hmm. is that you don't know what you're going to get from day to day. It's like opening a big box of surprises, you know? Mm-hmm. So you <laughs> you put it in there and you get it on your doorstep and you're like, what's in there today? So, you know, and, and that's the way I always kind of just, that's the one thing I loved about it because, you know, you would open it, you'd see the front page and all that, but, you know, you have obituaries, you have yeah. puzzles, you have, like you said, the food page, the special sections. Yep, Forrest uh, Gump didn't need a box of chocolates. He could have just read the daily newspaper. Right? And so, uh, I mean, it's just so much more. And it's things that you probably would not have gone looking for if you had just, like, wanted to Google something and find it on the internet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, just like, things you, that you might not have wanted to know about, but it's there. Or things that you would have wanted to know about, but didn't know that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's fun. And it's interesting, and, and I want to talk about the other kind of balance, and that's editorial balance, which I'm sure is a daily headache. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and a story that I like to tell is I had a speaking engagement um, shortly after I'd run for political office, and I explained to them that I still read five daily newspapers, or at least scan five daily newspapers. And, and someone said, well, what are they? And I said, well, naturally, the South Bend Tribune, the Elkhart Truth, the Goshen News. And I try to read the New York Times and the Washington Post. And when I said New York Times, because it was a conservative group that I was speaking to, I got booed. Yeah, I and know, I, right? And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, the New York Times is the best writing on the planet. It's got fabulous and, writing. <laughs> and I'm smart enough to know that there's probably a progressive stant, slant, especially on the editorial page. But I still want to read those things. I'm not going to only read those things that I agree with. And I think that's one of the things that with your editorial page or even with your reporting as an editor, that's got to be an amazing challenge. It is. Um, one of the things that you strive for, especially at a local paper, I, I've never worked for the New York Times, so I can't speak for mm-hmm. them, but um, is that when you're coming into it as a reporter and editors as well, but we hold the reporters to it very seriously 
from the top of corporate down mm-hmm. is that you be fair, balanced, and truthful um, in what you report. Now, if you do, people make mistakes. You know, they, they there will be an error in a story. We correct that as soon as someone lets us know about it, and we correct it online and in print. So, um, but you have to have that fair, balanced, and truthful reporting and be very transparent in everything that you do because you have to have the public's trust more than anything. Mm-hmm. And without that public trust, then what is it? You know, you're the, what, the National Enquirer? I mean, come on. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be that. You want to be a reliable source of news. And so we hold our reporters to a very high standard. And... um so and that goes to our editorial page as well. We try to be very balanced and fair. Um, so I'll be looking at the columns that we run mm-hmm. as editors. So I need to make sure that we have an even balance and not just liberal versus conservative. You know, there needs to be an, an in-between voice as well. Um, we need to have women represented, mm-hmm. um, minorities represented. So, you know, it's, it's a very hard balancing act. We are forming an editorial board, um, which I, I referenced in, mm-hmm. in the article that we ran. Uh, I am most interested in anyone who wants to apply to be on our editorial board. I am shaping that as we speak. So um, I immediately did get some letters of interest, which I was so happy for. <laughs> um, it's nice that people want to be involved. Oh, absolutely. You know, they were very interested. And so I hope there are more people. I mean, if, you, if you're not, it's not a, a permanent term. We do rotate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so if people are interested, if they don't get in this time, they'll be put on a list. Mm-hmm. And, and then when it's time to rotate, if they're still interested, then we'll rotate them in. Yeah, and nobody expects, I mean, this is one change that you've already talked about and made public. I mean, nobody comes expect you to come in with a terrible swift sword, but, <laughs> but as you look at, you know, if we have this conversation a year from now, what are the kind of things that you'd like to see in terms of, of, of what Sheila brings to the editorial position that will have an impact on the newspaper? Oh yeah. So I want, you know, I, it sounds silly, but I want to bring the fire. There you go. <laughs> right. Hey. Yeah. Um, so I want to bring an excitement to, our newsroom, you know, that, yeah, we can do this. We can do better journalism. I want people in the community then to feel that. Um, I want us to be able to explore some issues in the community. I want us to be able to go out. One of my missions, I guess, is that especially post-COVID, where everyone, oops, sorry, where everyone has been so huddled into their homes not really wanting to go out. We've had meetings that are just online. Mm -hmm. I want people to see us. So I want our our reporters to go back out into the community and, you know, talk to people face to face instead of a lot of the on on the phone and Zoom and everything else that we've been doing. I think that um, being able to get back out and make those connections again is going to be essential. And uh, and then I would also like for the community to realize that we are accessible. So if you beyond just Facebook, <laughs> you yeah, know, there you go. Um, so I want people to be able to stop in the office if they want or if they want to talk, they can feel free to call or email me either way or Zoom me. I mean, I know Zoom is a thing now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they want us to come out and talk to clubs or if they want us to talk 
to schools, we are most willing to do that. So um, we just want to be available to the community. It's important for us to know what's going on in the community. We don't necessarily know magically. I think I might have written that, but a lot of people just assume that we know things mm -hmm. um, that are well, going you're the on. <laughs> you're supposed to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we mysteriously are all knowing, and uh, so we don't. Though I mean, I look through events on Facebook just to see what's going on. But if you don't send a press release or make contact with us, we're really not going to know about your event. So. Yeah, but please, our, please make contact. But, but we'll keep the secret safe. As far as Evan and Austin are concerned, uh -huh. you're, you're still mom. You have yeah. eyes in the back of your head. I do. You yes. know everything, and they better behave. That's right. I've got spies everywhere. <laughs> hey, Sheila, thanks for stopping by and oh, chatting yeah. with us on the podcast. And again, congratulations for most days and uh, <laughs> condolences. Uh, just kind of go in the corner and scream on, on yeah, those other you, days. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I I'll be doing that. <laughs> Sheila Selman, the brand new editor, although not brand new to the Goshen News of the Goshen News. Sounds Around Town, just one segment of our Sound of Goshen. Check out our website, thesoundofgoshen.com, for the sound of the economy, the sound of service, and sounds around town. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you for joining us.